This is the Dear Corner Office Podcast, where workplace leaders learn why Black, Latinx, and Indigenous women lead and how to get them back. I'm your host, Michelle Hayward. Another one of our speakers for the Women of Color in STEM virtual summit. You're going to love her, not as much as me, but I promise you, you will. So we have Taisha or Ty Tolbert joining us today. And what I love about her background is computer science, worked in corporate, and is now running her own businesses. Not business, but business says. So, so Ty, can you share a little bit with the audience, just something, I don't know, something unique or different about you, but also just a little bit of what they can probably Google and find out on their own. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with something unique. Um, What do I start with? Oh, what's unique? <laughs> it's it's kind of strange. It's well, it's unique and strange. Is I have a, a computer science degree, and I have not um, developed or touched code since college. I was one of those people who um, became uninspired pretty early on. My gifts were not being met like when I was in college. So I went to George Washington University. Um, I did software engineering, and like from the time I When Windows 95 came out, I lost my mind. Like um, it was just this cool platform. I I just got, I fell in love with technology and the the power it had to kind of, um, you know, um, improve lives, improve productivity. Uh, Back then the internet was new, chatting, you know, online aim um, for for some of the folks who are older on the call. Uh, You know, I lived by aim in college. So that was my understanding of technology um, as a kid. So all I knew was I wanted to work with computers. I wanted to work with technology and I wanted to help people with computers and technology. Now I went to school for software engineering and that is not um, exactly the same as uh, what I think I wanted to do. But I had a really eye-opening internship um, my junior year in college, which made me refocus um, what I wanted to do, which was consulting. Um, um, sales, it comes natural to me, helping people comes natural to me. And then the engineering me always lives to solve problems for, for myself, for people and for others. So I was able to find a home, you know, in my degree. Um, so I think that's, what's unique, um, about, about me is like, um, what felt like a failure at the time, because the math and science almost killed me, you know, when I was in school, Um, actually became what fueled me and loved me and actually added more to my salary because I had the technical foundation um, when I was in tech and consulting and and then um, sales for my corporate America journey. I love it. I I, I like how you knew enough about yourself to say, you know what, coding, I want to do these parts of me into a role. And I think early on, we don't always know. We go out and we test and we try different things. So I'm glad you found that part of yourself and knew knew that about yourself. So congratulations. Some of us <laughs> search for a long time. Self awareness is real because yeah. um, if you're not self aware, you will literally spend five, six, seven, eight years, you know, in a in a field, you know, um, killing yourself for something that you're not inspired by. 
Um, but it's very important, I feel, to just understand your strengths, your weaknesses, um, understand your value, and then own your story. So for me, math and science, like the engineering was, was killing me, but no one could become a trusted business advisor faster than me. Like my clients always understood that Ty is going to help me. Ty is going to carry me through this, you know, through this, this project because she cares and because she understands my needs. So like, um, you know, that, that, that was kind of knowing early on my strengths and then applying it to my career. Absolutely. I absolutely love that. Um, understanding relationships and building relationships truly key, no matter what you do in life. So you're in your career, you're doing consulting. What was that like? Like, how did you start? Like, what were some of the roles and some of the things you did in your career? Yeah. So I got hired on campus um, and the IT um, uh, help desk for lack of a better word. I I did local support for, for an IT consulting company. And um, so for the first two years of my career, um, I acted in a local support role. Um, I supported the office. It was about 245 users between um, Arlington, Virginia and DC and a couple of satellite offices. Um, I got really um, uh, enriched in the data center. So like the LAN and WAN um, administration um, aspect of my job. Um, and at that time, Cisco, um, Cisco had um, this program that blended emerged sales with engineering and that sprouted or I cut my sales teeth as they say, or that was kind of um, how I pivoted into more of a sales engineering and consulting role. So I was at Cisco at the, um, uh, at the start of my sales career and for the next 12, 13 years, um, I wore a multitude of hats, but um, pretty much I sold hardware, software, cloud solutions, and professional services to government entities. Woo. That, yeah, I did that sales for about this long and I ran. <laughs> uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. The sales yeah, wasn't you. for you. <laughs> well... It is is me now, but early in my twenties, I was like, I did, and I did the easy part of sales. I did, I was doing inside. You were doing way more sales activities and work and solutions, and so I was on a team of sixteen engineers, uh -huh. all doing s solutions. And so it was like, yeah, no, but it was it was a learning experience to understand how to work with people, how to solve mm -hmm. their problems in the real real world. So I absolutely love that part. Of your I think experience. active listening too, especially if you're on yeah. the phone or if you're on the um, inside, like really listening, you know, to to what the what the client says their needs are and being able to build relationships, which um, is what you need. You know, listening and building relationships is is the name of the game when it comes to entrepreneurship or any any type of role that requires like uh, you working with clients. Absolutely. Um, oftentimes we're preparing to say something the next thing that comes to mind as opposed to paying attention to what's going on. Now, during the summit, you're talking about owning your professional story. Mm -hmm. How did you get to the point where you like, oh, I know what my what a professional story is, number one, and then how do you craft it? How did you sure. get to that point in your career? Yeah, so 
while sales or tech sales and consulting was kind of the parameter of, of my, my, my professional journey, I wore many hats. I did pre-sales engineering. I did IT help desk or, or um, um, local support. I did um, outside sales. I did uh, professional services. I did, um, I was a sales specialist. I was a sales engineer. What else? What other roles? I was account manager. I ended my, my career as an account manager, like owning the relationship between the client and the, and the, the company I worked for. But um, so what was important for me, because I was like a check, I was like this uh, Swiss army knife, if you will, where I had all these skills, I had to be able to sell my value and make it clear um, to recruiters specifically. Um, and then also, you know, in corporate America, when you're a person of color, sometimes um, there's a bit of proving um, your value or having them understand that a, you're there to help them, and then B, that you're qualified to do it. So um, I became a master at selling my value or being very clear on what I was bringing to the table and uh, making sure that um, I spoke to what was relevant to them in terms of what they wanted to hear. Not me just saying, oh, I have a computer science degree. Or, oh, I started at Cisco. I ended at Microsoft, you know, or, oh, I have this, this, this technical skill, no one cares. They they always want to go with the person who's going to help them alleviate pain or solve their problems. So I became a master or I, I learned how to own my story and speak to the value um, that, I, that I brought um, to an employee. I could speak to how well I performed my job currently and then in the past or in the past quarter or in the past fiscal year or what have you. And then I also learned how to speak to um, my strengths and um, yeah, really my strengths and my ability to produce yield. Like I could, I could comfortably speak to what the tie effect would be if I worked with you, or what what it had been, you know, um, for that for that employee or that employer that hired me. I love it. I absolutely love that. Um, so you're going to be helping or talking about how to craft your professional story. So mm -hmm. I get this often wherein mm -hmm. I meet women, black women, Latinas, and they mm -hmm. have a list of things they do at work. And mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, no, like that's great. But what's the impact on the organization? And you Absolutely. went straight to it. And I was like, and, and, and I think to a certain degree, we think doing all of these things help but really what is that one thing that may have moved the, the, the project along or whatever that goal was in the organization. And we don't know, especially analytically mm -hmm. that how it matters. And you really broke it down. And I think a lot of that is your ability to sell, right? Understanding mm -hmm. how to li active listening, doing mm -hmm. some research to see what the goals are for that organization or that group, and mm -hmm. then bringing it back and tying it into your skills. So I love that. Love Absolutely. That. And, um, I'm not speaking on this directly, but um, just, you know, as a recruiter um, some, and someone who writes resumes, I would say one of the number one problems that, um, client, that my clients and then professionals have in general is when they apply for jobs and they speak to recruiters, they're just talking about all these things that don't matter. You have to speak to how you're relevant and how you're fit, you know, to, to the role that you're applying for. So they should only be hearing you know, the qualifying elements to how 
uh, the problems that you have solved in the past or or the strengths that you do carry would help them solve their problems because that's why they're hiring, you know, they're hiring the person to help them. It's not really what's in it for you. They'll pay you and hopefully they'll pay, pay you well, but it's all about what you can do for them. Like the hiring manager is hiring you to help them. So yep. what he's listening or she, what he or, or they, what they're really listening for is can this person solve the problems I need them yep. to solve? Have they demonstrated that they can do it in the past? And I'm going to be listening to, you know, how well, you know, they're able to accomplish that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So everybody, this is Ty. Ty's talk <laughs> or her session <laughs> is on Tuesday, Tuesday. So really five days away on February 22nd. I had to think like, what's, I got to do my math. February 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So if you have not registered, you need to run and register for her session so you can craft your professional story. Yes. Yes. We're excited. Any final thoughts or anything you want to share so people understand the value of coming and spending an hour with you on Tuesday? Yeah. So <clears throat> it's so funny because when people ask, who are you? It's a, it's the most, e it's the, it's one of the hardest questions to ask. But when they're asking, who are you professionally? What they're, what they're really asking you is what's your value? Because uh, everybody wants to understand what's in it for them. Like, why should I care about you? So what I'm going to do on Tuesday is um, uh, show you how to own your story, how to sell yourself um, in terms of value and offering. And um, the, the, the key things are the art of in introducing yourself um, well, the, the art of selling yourself or telling your story in an introduction, in an interview, on the job, and then in an annual performance review. I love it. So she's getting this in in an hour. So I'm just saying, you you probably want to be sure you have coffee. You do not want to <laughs> miss a, a second of this. So Ty, thank you so much for joining me today. Everybody yes. go register. Um, and we will see you on Tuesday. Bye, everybody. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast. It helps me grow. Visit PositiveHire.co. That's PositiveHire.co.